What up, what up, what up, y'all? It's your boy, the maid, Eddie, your name, Ace Five from the Star Five Podcast. And what I need y'all to do right now is hit up the Star Five Podcast.com. And right on that homepage, click that link that says become a patron. Because for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support this show that you love so much. And also, we have other opportunities within our Patreon account to where you can advertise with us for as little as $10 a month, where we'll shout you out every episode or for $20 a month we will give you a separately recorded advertisement promoting whatever you like and for $40 a month you'll get everything that the $20 tier gets you plus you get to produce a segment on our show so make sure you hit up the starfireshow.com and hit that patreon link now To the diamond, to the track, to the big skin flying round the field, starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts, no hot the devil. Yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's corpse. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window, they analyzing with clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever, boys ever. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats and a view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always this season to keep the start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need. Got what you if the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we living. We got what you we need. What yeah. you need. We're going in on three. Run the baseline. Start five. Get it. We got what you we need. What you need. And y'all know me. Seven sign. I'm the hellest cat spit. I got what you need. I got what you need. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the Star Five Podcast. What I need y'all to do now is hit up the startingfivepodcast.com. That's where you'll be able to find all of our podcast streaming links, our Instagram, our merch link. You can even become a patron right at the front page. And also, you can leave us a voicemail at 929-352-6219, and we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. New episodes released every Thursday. This is the newest episode of the Starting Five. I am your host, the man, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest, darkest Africa, AKA Captain Podcast. Also, I gotta, well, I'll, I'll say what's up in a second, but first and foremost, as always, I need y'all to check us out at the startafivepodcast.com. You're gonna be able to see the website in a second. The starfivepodcast.com. That's right. We still got the uh, the COVID protection mask right there on the front. And as you are in, click that link. It'll bring you right to our merch page. As you see, the brother TJ, who I think we just might have lost. Don't tell me he's having technical difficulties already. 
but uh, he's got the T-shirt on. A number of members, as you see in the um, shout-outs to Lou Pop. Uh, he just bought the shirt. He just got it. Lisi just got the tank top. Nandy just got the tank top. I mean, the T-shirt. The our boy Onyx, a.k.a. Andy, just got the uh, got the T-shirt. TJ, show it off. There you go. You're shaking it too much. We can't see it clearly, but it's all good. It's all good. But as you see what we got going on, go support the brand. Go support the team. Going to great people. Without, without further ado, I got to mention, make sure you follow on Instagram at the Starter 5 underscore podcast. And with that being said, the lady in blue, the first lady of the Starter 5. Hello, everyone. Shout out to everyone who's on in the live. Shout out to, of course, the Starting 5. Um, uh, I'm with no glasses tonight, so if um, you see me squinting or with my sunglasses <laughs> on, that's why. Uh, and then just shout out to Radio Network and everyone that's holding it down with um, getting rid of white supremacy. That's right. That's right. Next up, the man you saw waving the shirt. He looks like he's in prayer now. <laughs> Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, the Green Eye Bandit, a.k.a. the Jedi Knight. What's good? Glad to be here. How y'all folks doing today? Um, been a great weekend. Been a great week. Uh, no complaints. I'm healthy. Family's healthy. Everybody's healthy. And that's all I'm concerned about right now. It's uh, making sure we get through the day and the week and the months as healthy and safe as possible. What's up, y'all? We good, we good, GJ, as always. And returning guest, winner of the first question, the reason why he's on tonight, but I know he's going to kick it with us. Um, the homie, Troy the Hybrid, all the way out of the UK, hip-hop barbershop radio. Excuse my gaps in speaking. I don't know what the fuck is going on with me. The other guest who is supposed to be on to compete against you in the trivia is having a little bit of trouble trying to get in. So while I'm doing that, trying to help her out, dig yourself up. Uh, well, you know what to do. Just hanging with the Starting Five podcast. This is Troy the Hybrid Brown, host of the Hip Hop Barbershop on BCFM Radio right here in Bristol in the UK. But Chicago born, Chicago repping. Y'all already know what to do. And the biggest nah, hip hop fan of all time. That's debatable. Biggest hip hop fan of all time. Yeah, man. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sanford. big Sanford and Son. Oh, my bad. Well, too bad the trivia doesn't last all the way into Sanford and Sons because, you know, that was the one thing I, I, I didn't want to do just Sanford and Son trivia because that could have been too easy, especially for the old heads out there. I know yeah. J, JP would have been like, oh, that's my favorite sitcom. And here comes the uh, here comes your other contestant right now. But JP would have been like, that's my favorite sitcom, you know. Or as he pronounces it, sitcom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please. It's sitcom. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's just easy. But once she gets her audio straight, because I can tell we can't hear her. My just, audio, you can't hear me. Now we hear you. <laughs> Next up, a long time old, old friend of mine, and 
winner of the second question to be on this uh, trivia showdown that because she said she's got some things to do, we got to get this out of the way early, unfortunately. Mm. I was trying to hang on to the middle of the show, but we're going to get it out of the way. Introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are, who you represent. Are we on live right now on Facebook? Uh, yes. Yes. Hi. Well, my name's Cordelia. I'm from um, Thoughts of a Curvy Chick that Dan's uh, part of a group with. And I just got lucky earlier in the, in the podcast, in this group yeah. chat. So, oh, okay. Let's see how lucky y'all get tonight. We just, like I said, because, you know, you won. You won fair and square, but because you uh, just decided to remember you had stuff to do during the time of the show, mm -hmm. we are going to try to accommodate you in being as friendly as possible. So let's get this shit off the ground right now. First question given to me actually by Katara. Oh, God. Now here, oh, wait a second. My bad. Here's the rules. Yeah, please. There's no Googles. So exactly what you just did right there, Troy. Cordelia, you got to do the same exact thing. <laughs> hands in the air, and we got to see both hands up. Okay? To Be answer like the question... In my left foot round here. To answer the question, just simply say, me or I got it. That's okay. it. Once the question is here, but you got to keep them hands in the air because we are we are not trying to see you type. Not <laughs> at all. Okay, you can keep your hands like that. As long as we see both hands on the count on the thing, you're good to go. And y'all are both it. playing as I as promised. Y'all are both playing to win this dope pop. Lamont Sanford. Now, aka. <laughs> <laughs> half Lamar, half Rollo. But, <laughs> but unfortunately, too, for y'all, I got to let you know because y'all made it this week, you can't enter next week. Okay. And Fred is the, Fred, Fred is the big one next week. So <gasps> definitely, definitely the questions is going to be hard as fuck next week. That's what but, I want, Miss Fred. Can I, can, I, can I like forfeit to go next week? Nah, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. But here's the first question. And again, this is by way of Katara. She hit me with this one earlier today. So why not with the first lady give the first question? The man who invented blood banks, Charles Drew. What was the ironic reason for his passing after his, after his severe injury? And I'll read it again because I kind of read it wrong. Charles Drew. The man who invented blood banks. What was the ironic reasoning for his passing after a severe injury? Me. Go ahead. I'm just Put guessing. Hands Put your hands hand up. Hands up. <laughs> uh, he couldn't, when it was time for him to actually um, get a blood transfusion, there was no blood in the bank for him. Bingo. What? Okay. Do you Sorry. have it, Troy? Actually, I said me like about 30 okay. seconds ago before you I did. didn't hear you, but she didn't say to speak up when you're crossing the water. She didn't hear she didn't <laughs> say the she didn't say the answer fully correctly. Oh so here's your chance to steal it. 
<laughs> Go ahead, Troy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought that he, if I remember, he passed away due to needing a blood transfusion, couldn't get it, but maybe I could be wrong. You are the winner of that question because that was the answer. Ooh. Because it was a white hospital, he was not allowed to get the blood transfusion because they didn't give the blood to the black patients. So you were right there, Cody. You was right there. And Troy probably thinks I cheated. And it was an accident because I didn't hear you. <laughs> so, but so it's only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, my guy. Yeah, it's close as close enough. But, but you yes. both of you guys did good. Uh yeah. that is, you know, that's the pro and that's the problem of what went down during that back in that time, which wasn't that long ago. He invented something and because the the hospitals that were for black people did not have wasn't up to date like the other ones are that's the reason why he didn't get it and and that's the problem and so good job for both that's all i want to say thank I you like, i just feel like i just want to be cuddled now from you saying that you know just like, <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second I had to tell people not to answer in the comments because y'all mother effers could be uh, cheating and watching the comments for your answers. So let's. Uh, let I don't me... even know how to use this Zoom. I, I'm yeah. on my laptop. So. I know you got to learn. You know, I was gonna make a joke, but I'll leave it alone. Those are personal jokes. <laughs> All right. Next up, we're going to the world of sports. Great. What was the first Af no, that's too hard because I know you definitely know. No, you know what? You gotta say it, man. Scrap that. We're gonna keep it in black history. Ooh. Because we're gonna keep it in black history. We're gonna keep kind of keep this game fair in some ways. Okay. Uh no, we're going with the sports because there's too many <laughs> questions I got there. So <laughs> This is, I, nobody said this shit is going to be easy. Wilt Chamberlain has three of the top five scoring performances against this NBA team. What team did he play against? And what was the most points he scored? Yeah, what was it? Played against the Knicks, of course. And his top points was what, 156? Close, not 156. Damn, that, that's like that, that's like Will and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, I know, it was in uh, it was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, but uh, I can't remember the damn team. I cannot remember the team at all. Well, uh, TJ, you're you're my sports guy. It's not how many points he scored total, but it was how many points he scored. The highest total, the highest of one game that he scored against that team. Oh, that was TJ. That was Cordelia. That was a hundred. Right, and Cordelia got half the question that was right. Hundred points, and that was a uh, Mister. That was a hundred points by Mister Chamberlain, and he, he did it against the Knicks, and uh, it wasn't televised at the time, but he yeah. did drop a hundred against my Knicks, which so, was. Terrible. The, the question and, is, and White, you got to ride home with him back that 
snake, which was another horrific ride. So the question is, is does Cordelia get the answer or do we have to do this over again because she got half the answer right? I feel like y'all should just be here as a newcomer. Y'all should let me get that point. I feel like you don't. I feel like you don't have a choice. I feel like you don't have a choice. So Katara, TJ, you froze. So Katara, I'll ask you. She got half the question right. Troy didn't get any of the question right. Oh, all right. <laughs> should we give it up or should should we ask another one? Ask another question only because well, half is better than nothing. Half oh. is better than zero. Good. But yeah, so, you can't embellish Will. He, <laughs> <laughs> so we give embellish his, his stats and everything with women and in basketball. So there you go. Oh, Lord. Right, so, so we're giving it up. 1-1? One, one. Yeah, we'll give it to him. All right. The contestant said 1-1. One, one, so we'll we'll make that. Uh, that's that's yeah. this is This is now the tiebreaker question. Uh, Katara, do you have another question maybe? I'll, I'll let you have this one. Oh Lord! Um, Did you shoot. happen to have another question? I'm trying to think. Um, if not, I got a. I'll have another one. Yeah, because I don't. I don't have the answer in front of me. What I wanted to ask because I forgot to look it up. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. This one should be pretty easy. Who wrote the book Roots? Troy, me. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> <laughs> For the win, it's Troy the Hybrid. Woo! Up, y'all. Oh, I have a question. Oh, whoops, never mind. <laughs> no, I don't. Know. I don't. I can't remember the name of the person he supposedly plagiarized. So don't even ask that question. No, no, no I was going to ask a whole separate uh, Black History question, but go ahead. No, no. Well, we could ask it for fun. I mean. the the, the contest was three questions. Oh. It went one, one. Cordelia, you did a great job. I'm not, you know, mm. you All shocked right. me. You shocked me that you got the Wilt one. I, 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 I um, shocked me. I'm, legit <laughs> <laughs> I'm, legit I'm legitimately surprised. Shocked but, the hell out of me with that extra 56. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did add an extra 150 on. And no people. <laughs> Please don't take it like I'm trying to talk like women don't know sports. I know her. All right, so I'll give you two things about me. I completely support Dan in this podcast, but I do not care, nor do I like, nor do I even know all the terminology for any of the sporting events. Like there are things I mix up all the time, but I support you guys. I like the political side of this. And because I'm super competitive, okay. I was just gonna go for what I know. Uh, and and you knew. Let's keep it at hundred. You be the sports guy, <laughs> and knowing <laughs> you be the sports guy. Well, it is like almost three o'clock in the morning here. My brain ain't really Deuces. fucking. See, there you go. Deuces, brother. Well, <laughs> with that being said, with that being said, though, Cordelia, I say you you said you had to leave unless you want to hang out. It's up to you. I can hang out for a little bit. I actually moved some stuff around and sent other people out to get food. The thing I had to do was go get food. All right, cool. So, Troy, you won. You get the Lamont Rollo Sanford. <laughs> uh, Troy, you, you got to pay for shipping. You got to yeah, pay for nah, shipping. You, Troy. I got it. I got it. Just hit me. <laughs> Just hit me, uh, 
Hit me on the inbox with your address and where to ship it to. And I, you know, I'm gonna need it anyway for stuff that we talked about otherwise. But yeah. you know, hit me with that as soon as possible, and it'll be out. Uh, I'll try to get out to the post office tomorrow while I'm at work. Thank you, Tony. Get paid to ship things. But um, anyway, Katara, let's lead this off with uh, what was going on in the news. Uh, with the kid Elijah. Now, you, I know you're a little more familiar than I am. So yes. brief us on what was going on in that situation. Okay, so Elijah McCain um, is a young man, what well, was a young man. Uh, he had autism. Uh, he used to, there are different things he used to do, but one of the things that he used to do was go to the uh, the animal shelters and play viol play the violin for cats and kittens um, just because he thought they were lonely and that's what they needed, which was great. You know, that's, that's a great thing to volunteer and do. Um, one thing that people question is he had, um, and, and I've had this too, he had um, uh, low iron in his blood. I forgot what it's called. And I had this like for most of my life. I don't have it anymore. Anemia. Yes, anemia. And with that, and I can attest to this, um, you are always feeling cold. So he wore a ski mask because he was cold. And, and everyone thought that was weird. That's not weird because I know that when I worked in healthcare and the air condition had to be a certain way for health reasons, I always felt like putting my hoodie over my, my head because I was always so cold. So that's how he was walking home uh, and, and a Karen or a Chad called and said there was somebody suspicious because he had the ski mask on, which is stupid, but we'll go on with that. Um, so police came and questioned him, but because he is autistic, I don't know, he wasn't resisting. He was like, they don't, some people on that scale of autism don't like to be touched. They don't understand what's going on. Um, so that's probably what the struggle was. Um, so they put him in a chokehold, I think two chokeholds or something. They shot him with something. I forgot to what it was. And so he was on life support because of that and died. Um, and they originally closed the case, but because of the issue with George, well, what happened with George Floyd, they opened the case back up. Um, but they need, they, they need to be charged. That's a, that's, there was no reason whatsoever. Um, you, they had the, they had the funds to, to, um, to learn when somebody has an, has a condition like that or an, a similar mental condition like that. Um, and, 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 and the, so they killed this, this young man for absolutely nothing. And so they need to be charged. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead on it, Cordelia. I was going to add, because I'm also anemic, what I could attest to what she's saying, too. Like, I'm always cold when people think it's hot. And in New York, I believe when um, a cop approaches someone and they're on the spectrum, they're supposed to call a special unit for that, for dealing with that individual, because you have you play by a whole other set of rules, because they're not able to communicate the same way that a person who's not on a spectrum is able to communicate. Like if you were to uh, go and speak to somebody that was deaf, 
you would go get somebody, you know, that's able to communicate with them or speaks another language. And the fact that they weren't able to identify that speaks volumes about the police department training, the police officers themselves. And definitely that was definitely a homicide, not, you know, resisting arrest. That's just my take on that. Yeah, And, and to the New York uh, City thing, I believe you're right because it wasn't it something somebody that got killed in the Bronx, I believe, who I was on the spectrum, and uh, and and like they said, they made it. It was the no, I think it was either in the Bronx or Queens, where when they went into somebody's apartment and and killed somebody who was autistic, but they should have checked. Uh, they should they were supposed to have sent a professional, and like you said, and then yeah. they kind of readjusted the laws. So yeah, I believe you're right on that, Troy. Well, my thing is, uh, as I've lived in England the past 16 years, I'm very familiar with the laws in relation to the Disability Act and things of that nature, of course, where the police come in and they have to intervene in some cases. Uh, I've even worked here with a young man who had cerebral palsy as well as a cocktail of different uh, symptoms. So when he would walk and he would speak, he kind of slurred his words because they think he was drunk, but that's not the case. And it's all about perception to a point, but when you are in a position of authority, you actually have to step back and assess the situation. Questions need to be answered. Observations need to be made because the problem with the police, we already know most of them, the thing is they act before they think. You know what I'm saying? Act first, think later. And the thing is, they don't want to just sit and observe and just try to get the answers that they need, the answers that they should be getting and answers that they want so they can go and do their job properly. So they just jump automatically to conclusions. It's all about perception, but it's about communication too. Did right. he com the police communicate with the patrons and the people who ran the establishment and stuff like this to see if this was normal behavior? Yeah, I know with the ski mask and everything, it's a bit different, but were there any proper questions asked to the people who ran the place to give them some sense of security that it wouldn't escalate? Right, like TJ, as they as to what Troy said, they used to always say, they shoot first and ask questions last. Yeah, but only when you're have black. you seen the pictures of this kid? I mean, he's he's a buck yeah. thirty wet, like. Yeah. What was what was the resisting part? Did you have to hold them down with deadly force? Like that's ridiculous. This yeah. kid wasn't no six four, two eighty or nothing like that. This kid was a small, narrow, you know, kid. He wasn't no giant or anything like that. So why was force used so much on him? All you had to do was bear hug him and, and you would have controlled him. I mean, right. I mean, this is really yeah. easy. Like, and a kid, what, and a kid with what, autism, what, you might have kind of chokehold or whatever you you doing. That he froze again. That point, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what are you doing? But it's like a kid, it. a kid with autism. Like, honestly, like, and I, I'm not fully aware of people on the spectrum, you know. But if he hugged them, maybe that would have like triggered something in the kid that would have changed like 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 gave them some kind of ease and some kind of calm or something like they yeah like you say they, wh why shoot first and then sort it out later but it it's like no it's like Cordelia just said a few minutes ago yeah they do that when you're black and unfortunately this is how we hear about these things mostly happening to black people 
Best example I can give is this, and which pisses me off more. And I use this example till the day I die. They gave Dylan Roof, the guy who walked in an all-black church, shot up everybody. They actively searched for him and took his ass to Burger King. Right. And he had weapons on him. This kid had a violin, and they put him in a chokehold and killed him. So where does it stop? <laughs> My whole thing is, is just like, it's a little bit too obvious that, you know, it's us against them. But as, you know, as has been said, Black people just want acceptance. <laughs> Better be glad we don't want revenge. Right. I agree. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's sad, but I wanted to, uh, I wanted to make a point. I was trying to find a video. One, try to find this video. Uh, that that kind of went right off of what you were just talking about, Troy. Yeah. But, um, it's uh, it's all right because it's not coming up. I I it was it was somebody breaking down on TikTok, and, and I I mentioned it like, this is the math that y'all need to understand, and it was this guy breaking down on hip hop uh, on on TikTok, the idiots who try to say yeah, but more white people get killed by the cops every day and the guy simplified the math so greatly that it's pissing me off that I can't find this video right now. I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling through to try to find this video. Um, Dan, can I, while you're finding a video, can I respond to that comment? If yeah, that is, on. yeah, if that's the case and they're not saying anything about it and you're okay with that, white people, are you okay with the police doing that? You know, now I have seen cases where I think Jesse Dunlap and some other cases where they they did that they just they it was straight up police brutality. So what are you doing? Are you just letting that go? You know, that's if if, if that's your counter argument and you're okay with that, then that's an issue. <laughs> you know that this is why we're marching. We're not we're protesting. We're not just protesting for us. We're protesting for all of police brutality. It's it's just a dead argument. There's no point of saying that if you're not upset, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and like it's yeah, you know, what's bugged what's bugged out is like talking at work today and uh first thing a couple people were saying was it's like, uh, with this Juneteenth holiday, I don't know how things are gonna look and this, that, and the third. And I'm like and I, I in my head I'm thinking like if they give us in New York Juneteenth a paid holiday. Um, guess who is going to benefit also off of said paid holiday? <laughs> and I said, and I said, oh, well, if they get rid of a holiday, I said, I said it straight up and down. I said, they could easily get rid of Columbus. Right. You want to, you want to, you could get rid of a holiday of a rapist and pillager and murderer. And he was like, yeah, but you know, there was, yeah, other, but there was other, it was that, like, there that, was that's other the problem right there, Dan. It's yeah, but right, you know right, and and that's what I was leading into. It was, yeah, but uh, you know, there were other settlers who came and and didn't do what he did, and you know, I mean, he's responsible for the Europeans making their way over here, and I was just, I just ended the conversation like that and just shook my head. Like, Man, I, I have to, <laughs> as, as I'm half Native American, I, I think this is so funny because I've had this conversation with white people here in England. 
And my whole thing is, first of all, Columbus didn't discover America. He was right. on his way to India. He just happened to make a wrong turn and called my people, the indigenous people, Indians. Now, you can't discover something that was already here and basically mm -hmm. already populated. And yep. there would never be justice on stolen land. But my thing is, when you look at the history of it, I'm in Bristol in the United Kingdom. Now, when all this happened a few weeks ago, I don't know if you guys know, Bristol is a very notoriously racist town. Not saying that it's, it's just racism everywhere, but the history of racism. You know, John Cabot has his own damn big shopping market. Colston was the biggest slave trader. So on our way through the Middle Passage to get to America, we had to stop here. And I see the history of what goes on here, and I'm still learning, even though I've been here, you know, almost, you know, two decades, and how it corresponds with American history, not the whole Tea Party, but most of the people that actually came from Europe were from Wales, which is like right over the water. They were from mm -hmm. England. So trying to find a new world, the only thing they gave was was blanket full of smallpox and barrels of whiskey. Mm. Which, which hereditarily means that on a lot of Native Americans are alcoholic because it's damn near <laughs> in their DNA. Native Americans are completely lactose intolerant, which is strange, but their bodies break down alcohol better than it would break down milk due to genetics. Mm. And it's yeah. horrible to even think about it. So you mm. gave us a gift, yeah, we're stuck with it. Mm. And we're still dealing with it up until 2020. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane, but the oldest man containing all the wisdom in that playoff beard. <laughs> Looking healthy. JP, what's going on, good brother? We missed you last week. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? How y'all feeling? What's up, dog? Hey. Uh, not much. What's not good? much hanging in there. What's good? Hanging in there, y'all. Hanging in there. Good to know. Good to know, man. Well, we're going to move on to the next topic. We want to talk about true power moves. Fuck Columbus. We want to talk about true power moves. We got to talk about this right here. The article was shared this week by I forgot who, but it's on Mary Sue. Oh, that's dot com. An entire <laughs> pro softball team quits after their GM tried to use them as racist pro-Trump pop propaganda. Now, this softball team has two black players on the whole team, right? But this was the tweet right here from the scrapyards uh, team. The GM posted, hey, real dot, real dump, uh, pro fast pitch being played live. USS, USSSSA pride, everyone respecting the flag. This woman, and I hate to use this term, but I'm going to use it. This woman decided to weaponize this picture to claim that they're upstanding representing the flag understanding with all that's going on nowadays this woman decided to go with this so it launched to where the girls on the team started to quit the team like literally at the end of the game they all walked out of the locker room and said that's it we're never playing for them which prompt which prompted these tweets like this shout outs to cat awesome I don't support the comments made during our game by Scrapyards. 
and I will not represent them. We as a people are working towards change and this is not it. And in black, this isn't us. Kiki Stokes, I am so hurt, but hate and ignorance will never win. I'm not reading all of that right there. <laughs> a couple of, couple of them shared the same thing. Riley Sartan Vaughn, this isn't us. As players, we do not stand with the tweets sent out by scrapyards. We stand with the black community. We love you and we stand united with you. It had to be done. This isn't us. We're done. An update from a team that they played against. Pretty much, if you could read it, read it. But they stood in solidarity with them and decided to end playing until some shit gets rectified. JP, I'm going to start with you since you're the fresh one here on, on the show. Um, this is a power move. This right here, in my opinion, is what I think most Americans, specifically most Black Americans, was hoping for from NFL teams when Colin Kaepernick did his situation. Now, we know circumstances totally different. Money, income, way different. Like my boy John said in the comments when I posted this, uh, he said, yeah, I'm sure that those women are unfortunately getting paid less than we do talking about me and him because we both work for the Department of Sanitation. But he was like, I'm, I'm sure that they get paid less than we do. So thinking about it like financially, it's easier for them to walk away. But I'm not looking at this from the financial standpoint. This is people who stood up for what they believed in and truly moved as a team. Your thoughts? Um, standing up for what you believe in. And if that's what they believed in, they kudos to them. Um, sometimes you get to take a stand and sacrifice when you're facing oppression. So um, I give I give the ladies their, their their just due, and for the comments they said, I give them their just due as well. Katara, you got to check this article out earlier today. What was your thoughts behind it? That was great. I mean, they were just like not having it. And, and I can understand that they, their, their team, they, they were used in a tweet just to make uh, their, their manager look good. I think that was the manager who did that. And um, it, it, no, you don't do that. You don't, you at, you have to ask people first, you know, what she should have, whoever posted that, should have said what what were you guys standing for whatever that that should be a team decision if they want to do that and that's great that that they they said they did not want to be used and that's great that they stand for the black community and like you said there well the, it, it's this is what we want we the part of what we want of course we want that camaraderie you know that 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 you stand united because we're going to do it anyway but standing united that helps it helps because people now we see that people understand and that's a great thing um very good for them to do that great i i have no problems with this cordelia where do you stand on this i just think that the money part of it it's relative. So I wouldn't take that as well. It was easier for them to walk away from it. I don't play sports, but when I did, what you call it, when I was younger, 
I played basketball because I like basketball. I ran track because I like track. They get, they walked away from something that they take pride in and enjoy because they took a stand against something they didn't believe in. So that alone, compromise, you know, uh, coupled by the fact that it was a money loss, they really, you know, took a strong stand, and I think it should be respected and appreciated, even if. Um, not everybody really understands that message. TJ, you understood the message loud and clear, right? Absolutely. So you got to think about this. There's only two black players on the entire team out of 18 players. And that means there were 16 other white people on this team that stood up and said, we're not having it, which is amazing in itself that they all came together. They saw each other as family, as sisters. And it was like, we're going to have our sisters backs. uh in this time this is not the time or the place we're not standing for it and like you said even though they're not getting paid millions of dollars or or even hundreds of dollars who knows um the fact that they would walk out on the entire season and quit the team is something to be applauded uh, in every way shape and form and if more people or more teams got together and did this it would definitely change to the, the perspective of how people thought about us as black folks and what we're standing for. And I wish more people and teams would do that, honestly. Right, like, again, Troy, you being in the UK, not not, not knowing if you're much a, 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 a football fan, foot, uh, football, if you want to say, but uh, this level of unity is kind of being shown the same way out there too, by way of most of the Premier League teams, if not all the Premier League teams, are uh, wearing at least Black Lives Matter on the backs of their jerseys. Yeah. Uh, the ripple effect turned into a big-ass crashing wave, and a lot of people just don't know how to deal with it. And I mean, those that are on the outside looking in with just, you know, white eyes, with just sheltered eyes and things of that nature. Uh, the solidarity is beautiful because you got American sports touching base with sports all around the world. You got the cause of Black Lives Matter actually meaning more to those who aren't of color. Uh, I can't say enough that I'm loving the seeing the solidarity and how everybody wants to go forward together. Of course, there are some who have their own agendas, but at the end of the day, the only thing a person can do is count on themselves and hope that you know they're on the same page with someone else and it's a positive thing and they can step forward and inspire others to step forward and move forward together as a unit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. And again, I, I seen the perspective of, a shout out to uh, the homie F7. I tagged, I tagged him in the comment where I got it from. He tried to say I stole a comment from somebody else. <laughs> I had to prove the homie wrong, I'm sorry. But he look in the comments of that post I shared. The ta I tagged you, brother. But what I wanted to say was again to my boy John's comments. I I can respect them. I'm mean, I'm not putting him on blast, but I can respect the comments because there is a level of perspective. As Cordelia said, it's kind of all relative, depending on how the conversation's going. But if you think about it on the level of you know. These girls might be getting paid 30 grand a year, this, that, and a third. They still got to work other jobs. 
I don't need this kind of bullshit. I ain't here for it. It is a little bit easier. We've all had those minimum wage, $15 an hour, some $30,000 a year jobs that once shit hit the fan to too much, it was just like, fuck this, I'm out. And so the money can play a factor in certain scenarios and situations like that. But in something like this, I'm not looking at it like that 100%. That's maybe like 2 to 5% of what I'm looking at in this. I'm looking at the act of that is a team. That, those ladies right there, those ladies right there would be people that I would be ready to dress and get into going to battle with. Yeah, I said it like that. Not that I'm going to put a bra on, though. I don't have boobies, you know, but <laughs> no shame, no shots, though. But I'm just saying, that's the type of team that you would want to go to battle with because they just showed and proved team. That's how you get your teammates back, just like that. And it wasn't like those comments were directed towards as I framed it in the beginning, that GM utilized it and used it against them, which the other players on the team, opposite of the two, this guy double fist and two cartons of juice. But <laughs> my bad. But <laughs> I just saw you go one and then oh, it's just the same one. I switched hands. My bad, my bad. That just, just, just they, oh, you fucking liar, see? But anyway. No, I didn't even open this one, that's all. Uh, my bad, my bad. But it, it was like, the, it was about, nah, like, these are our sisters, and they didn't even, none of the players knew that that even happened until they got off the field. They saw their phones, their phones was blowing up from their friends and people and shit like that. Like, yo, do y'all check this out? And immediately their first thought was, nah, that affects my sister, my sisters. It ain't going down like that. And I don't think ever, rarely ever in sports have we ever seen that, where a whole team moved and said, no, fuck you. We don't want to represent you because that's how you're going to play us. All I can say is, and it'll never happen. Imagine if my New York Knicks did that to James Dolan tomorrow because of his comments. Remember when the whole Black Lives Matter thing came out? He made a whole big statement on, well, this is why we staying out of it. <laughs> and that's why you're staying out the playoffs and every day after hell. So, yeah. That, that's, that's why we wasn't selected out of the 22 teams and all of that because we suck. Yep, no comment. Things might be changing for the might be changing on the horizon though for the and Knicks. That's what I wanted to just briefly get into with you, JP, before we move on to the next topic. We got a quick one. So Katara, I'm sorry. We got two things we're gonna go over that you said no, but we're gonna go over them. Oh, okay. we're, almost, we're almost done anyway. This is a very quick show tonight. But JP, you called it. You called it earlier this year. You said be on the lookout. The Knicks might be acquiring this guy worldwide West to make some decisions. They got him. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, you New York Knicks fans should be ecstatic. Um, he's going to do a great job. Him and Leon Rose, um, vice president, basketball. They're going to do a great job, I think, in New York. They're going to bring some major talent into the city. And um, a couple of years, New York, Bas New York Knicks basketball might be back. 
It's a bad fact. I think it's going to be bad. Hopefully, hopefully, because uh, you know there's a situation. There's other situations going on, like we're looking for a new coach, and if I get my way, Jason Kidd might be on the way. If Jason Kidd might be on the way, that might be the piece that entices Giannis to come over. Right, Jason Kidd. I, I, man, I think Jason Kidd's still a very good coach. And I think the Knicks get him to be the coach. That's that'll be a very, very good pick for him. Like I said, they're starting to bring foundation, foundational pieces into what this team's going to look like for the future and, and what type of players they're going to bring in. You're going to get a top five pick this year. And so you look to build on that from this year in a couple years, Knicks, the Knicks might be might might be doing something. Might be making some noise. Yeah. But I'll ask you the trivia question because this is your guy. Cordelia got half the question right. Troy disappointed you and yeah. fucked up this question. But this was the trivia question for them tonight. Yeah, my bad. I had to throw you under the bus. Or, or throw you under the trolley because you were in the UK. Pause, you know. But, <laughs> but that bus but, uh, is him. <laughs> I know, I'm fucking with you. But this was the trivia question. Will Chamberlain had three of the five all-time highest point-scoring attempts against this NBA basketball team. What was the team that he played against? And what was his highest point total in the game? Oh, man, I don't know. I couldn't even answer that one right off the top of my head real quick. Yeah. Everybody in the comments who knows JP's man is Wilt Chamberlain should be ashamed <laughs> of him right now. Yeah, I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> I guess it could be the Knicks. I mean, he did score 100 points against him. You got it. <laughs> Not 156. <laughs> it was a good shot. <laughs> it's a good try. I was close. Yeah, that Matt. No, no, no offense. You couldn't hit the broad side of a ball with that answer, girl. No. <laughs> well, no, she got the she got, I the got ball. half of it right. Just the window. Yeah, it's all it's all love. Yeah, and the Knicks suck sweaty donkey balls, but yeah. Um, <laughs> this is true. Oh man. Yeah, you came back at the wrong time, TJ. Yeah, man. But, this is bad. But we gotta we gotta uh I promise some people we got to roast this dude. So here it goes. <laughs> Terry, oh my goodness. Terry Coons. <laughs> Terry, Terry, <laughs> Mr. Um, pop lock in my chest for Old Spice Coons is back at it again. Man, I got, I got, I got some choice words about uh, th this character. No, we say like Sam for the Sun. This pool room character right here <laughs> warns. I don't know who he's warning, but I guess he he gonna tell Massa that they on their ways. <laughs> that the Black Lives Matters is about to be Black Lives Betters. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sir. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Let me get back to pop lockings. Oh my god. <laughs> Terry Coons is at it again talking bullshit. Troy, have your choice words for this man once again. My whole thing is it's like Tiger Woods, man. When we rallied around you, you know, your Ablation. brother thing, you came up from where you came up, you know, we, we rallied. And then all of a sudden, you want to be accepted more by the other kind. So just remember when you fuck up, 
you don't go from being their friend. You go being to what you are and what you will be perceived as a nigga. Mm. My whole thing is this. He's saying stuff for attention from the other side, mainly because, yeah, he wants those endorsements. He wants that approval. You know, his dark skin, oh, my God, it's menacing. But wait a minute. He's on our side. He sees things like we do. So it's a bit more appealing. Fuck him. Excuse my language, but I have to say it like that because at the end of the day, you're stoking a little flame and you're adding a little bit more to it. And it's actually going to get out of line. It's going to get to the point where people are going to start questioning the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, this black person, this well-known black person is talking this, that, and the other about it. Let me sit back and look at it. Man, mm. please, one monkey don't stop no show. But this guy over here, Sam Bowen, left and right on social <laughs> media. I right, stepping can't fetch it, man. I, I'm I'm so tired of black folks. <laughs> 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 I'm so tired of these damn celebrities using that platform for acceptance rather than using it for education and eye-opening, you know, charities, purposes, what have you. So in short, fuck him sideways with a pole. <laughs> With splinters and no Vaseline. That's how I feel about him. Excuse my description. Yo, TJ, TJ. I I pretty I much like just that. said, I just said earlier today, we lost Damon. <laughs> we lost Damon from from, from, uh, from Friday after next. He's gone. Was he ever there though? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, master, this money look good. Mm. Guitar, <laughs> guitar, please go ahead. I'm gonna break it down. Okay, let, let, let me break down what he said. I, I think he's in the sunken place and doesn't want to get out, but let me break down what he said. <laughs> in the United States, this is not possible. Okay, there's a 99.9%, no, there's a 1% that that actually happened and that's not gonna happen until a few years whatever it's just not possible at this time what he's saying okay we do not have the power we do not have the money so no that we can't do that number one number two when he was explaining himself on roland martin he did an awful job he was just saying well i'm always the one that thinks different and everyone wants to blame me no you idiot that's not the point point the point is this you're saying something because you're trying to appease the other side. It is not true. We don't want what, we don't want to overtake you because if you did, you know, we just don't want, we want our fair share. We've been saying that, but you cannot have all lives matter without black lives matter. And he knows that, you know, he's trying to compare, compare himself to Elijah McCain. No, Elijah McCain is not quirky. There's nothing quirky about Elijah McCain. He died and you are still alive trying to sit here and appease people. This is stupid now. This is Wait dumb. a minute. He did what? He tried to compare himself to Elijah McCain? Yes. I know that. Are you, yes. are you serious? Watch the interview he did on Roland Martin. Oh, he my God. Me. No, Elijah McCain is not like you. Elijah McCain was doing what he had to do. Okay, period. This person that, that actually happened, and that's if that's just, it's it's just I, I, that's why I was like, you know what? He wants attention, and I'm tired of it. That's why I said that. But um, you know what he tried to do? I'm trying to talk about him. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. 
No, no, it's on you. No, no, no. And, no, and, no, no. Well, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm, it, it seems like he was trying to walk the fence. You know what I'm saying? And he was trying to play both sides. And he leaned way too far on the other side. That was in the beginning. Now he, he's all the way over. Like, all, all the way over. He, he's happy. He's getting his check signed. Dog dance for, for the rest of his life. And he has no problems with it. I don't know if he's brainwashed. I don't know if it's because the past actions that had to him. I don't know, but the man needs an intervention or something because he's from from this point on, he's out. He's out. And when he's out and when the white folks kick him out, he's gonna be in no man's land. And that's gonna be the worst feeling ever. We don't when want he gets back. there. And I can't wait for him to get there. I, I can't wait for him to get there because the black delegation done sold his ass four times over already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants him. Nobody wants him. And, and when he finds out he's not wanted on either side, I don't know, maybe he'll go to A. And JP, that's 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 a part like of the, the that's the part of the issue I have, JP. This guy, like number one, like first off, black supremacy technically ain't even oh my goodness. But 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 two, what is wrong with being super pro-black what is wrong with wanting our people to be quote-unquote supreme what what is the what is the problem first off you gotta break it down when have there's ever been a black black um supremacist period you show me one time where the black panther party is going out and kill white people you show me one time where the nation of islam is going out and kill black people. You show me one time any black organization who's going out and kill black people. But I mean white people. But I can show you, I can show you a whole mob, every white nationalist organization that has killed black people, not only black people, but people of color, period. I can show you a whole list of that. The KKK, a bunch of devils, was 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 built off of killing, lynching black people and stuff. So this nonsense he talks about black supremacy man please he needs to stop this and he's really sounding real coonish and stuff but the statement he said right here where he says black lives better what's wrong with black lives being better what is wrong with that Does this man understand we've been through 450 years of oppression and depression in america is he that coonish or, or mm, mm, i'm ready to curse but this this man, fool this fool he has no sense of history, exactly. No, he's no a, he's a, he is an idiot. He is an idiot, period. And he needs to be canceled. No yeah, more watching none of his shit. If we were still doing the Cool Tank Clan list, JP, this was this was a speedy, and I'm almost number one with a bullet <laughs> inauguration to the Cool Tank Clan. Like, I think the the way he's done stepped up as of late, JP. If we were still doing the Coontang Clan list, he would be one A next to he might the, be next to the King of All Kings, Dr. Ben Carson. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at this. I'm looking at this right here, and I'm seeing him. Okay, the first part. I see where he says 
If you are a child of God, you're my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. Okay, you believe that? That's cool. But then when he goes on to say, we must ensure Black Lives Matter is morph into Black Lives Better. What? What? Anybody got the number for the drop squad? <laughs> you know what? You don't even deserve. You don't even, he doesn't even deserve a drop squad. He doesn't even deserve a yes, drop squad. We just, we just need yes. to leave him right there yes. on the curve. Man, you know, it's, it's funny. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's why, that's why, again, man, it, it, it bothers me to say it because he always seemed like he was a cool guy until he opened his mouth. Mm, mm, mm. And this is, and this is the reason why, and we didn't get to talk about this, but we, you know what? We're going to save this for next week. We got, everybody's got to rewatch. <clears throat> we got to rewatch Dave Chappelle's 846 and we got to talk about it because this guy yes. is the reason why Dave Chappelle did what he did, said what he said. Because hmm. why the fuck, just because they're a black celebrity, why are you running to them for questions and answers to these questions? Like, just because they're celebrities, they can solve all the problems and fix the world. They do this shit all the time. They but find- Dan, nobody's running to that guy. Well, hold Nobody. on. Yeah, I, I know. They find, they find the right ones that they know is going to put a foot in their damn mouth. <laughs> he did it just a couple months ago. He just did it again. And then guess what's going to happen? They're still going to run to him because he's given the exact dumbass answers they want to hear. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Fox News mm. is probably going to be next. And if he cancels on Fox News, that ain't going to bring you back into the community as easy as you think. Mm -hmm. It's because, look, but, at me, uh, I stood up. I stood up against the, the man. New, well, it, I, even though Fox News should drop the news part because the whole news organization isn't news. There are Fox opinion opinionators. They're not news. They bring a news fact in and even their anchors go off on opinions. Yeah. When news is just supposed to be, this is what happened, this is where it happened, move on to the next story. He came and get a he came and get a barbecue sandwich outside the backyard gate. <laughs> no, that's where that's where dinner's served for those types. Well, he he came and get that. He just stay, he'll just stand there. Just well, watch everybody else eating, he's eating at the a, barbecue. He's still got a foot on the porch, Katara. That's about it. That's what we. That's where he's at right now. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say that was and and um and and I think he that was in response to Donalman Don. I forgot his last name. Lemon. Don Lemon. Yeah. <laughs> um, because he, I, I don't think Don meant Terry, but. As you know, uh, Don said, you know, where are all these celebrities? And I think that's what Dave Chappelle was responding to. But, you know, obviously that Terry just bit a perfect example. And hmm. and um, that's the problem. And that's the problem. Just like you said, it's the problem. You, if you can't say his PR, whatever, if he needs a PR, if he does, he needs a PR and he needs to listen to his PR. Just don't say anything at all. His if PR just, people ain't black. Huh? Yeah. Um, His PR people ain't black, Katara. 
Oh, the PR okay. person is not black. Oh, okay. Well, he needs to <laughs> think before he says. Yeah, I know, right? He needs to really think before he says anything at all, because it. And, it, 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 and his, and, and, and you know, hold on. Shout out to F Seven in the comments earlier. He mentioned where is his wife in all this. Now, a lot of people love to throw that shit in there when you're in a, a, a mixed relationship. She's a mixed race woman. I, I'm She's cashing shit. checks, bro. I, yeah, it, She's I cashing think, checks. But I, I, I'm sure in quiet, <laughs> she, my, I'm, I'm hoping for the best that she doesn't stand half the bullshit he be saying like that. But oh, yeah. the way that, my bad. Well, Nah, that's like the cop standing outside watching. That's just like the cop watching um, the guy get choked out. She's part of it. You know what I'm saying? You can't say she's standing on the side. If she's not saying anything, she's complicit in it as well. She's cashing checks. Go ahead, Troy. Terry Crews always been a strange cat, man. But y'all don't realize that within the last two years, it's just like he changed quite a bit because... If you remember during the Me Too movement, when that was at his height, he, he came out and said he was sexually assaulted by a Hollywood executive. And people are like, well, what the hell they mean? This big, muscular black dude, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. We rallied around him. You know, like, you know, this Terry came out with this. And the people saying, oh, why? Well, you know, how can somebody say that to this big, burly black man? What did uh, Donald Sterling do? Parade people through the locker room while people were dressed and say, oh, look at these great, big, black, muscular bodies that I have. So mm -hmm. that predatory nature is in Hollywood in relation to that. But something happened to him in them two years where he went from that, we rallying around him, white Hollywood and white America rallying around him. Then this motherfucker just goes straight and just switches and flips on his own damn people. So I don't know if he just felt overwhelming love from the support of white people and his white fans and white patrons, what have you, I don't know. But it's sad to say that, you know, when we need strong brothers in the community and in the public eye in Hollywood, that'd be like, you know what, fuck this shit. You know, I'm standing for my people, this, that, and the third. We don't get it. And we got get upset to a point, but we don't get upset because you know we're what, used to this shit. But you know what it is, is we get it. It's just the dumber voices are the ones that are the loudest are the ones that are the heard most. Like yep. I just said before with Terry Crews, this guy now, because he's given these dumbass answers is going to be paraded around some of these news organizations that many of us don't agree with because he's giving the talk, the talking points they want to hear. And, and so the voices that do stand out and say what we want, say what people need to hear. Yeah. Those are the voices that get drowned out. That's why in all of this, fuck his dumbass comments. I salute the white folks that are standing up out there doing the protesting every day and stuff like that. Like as I drove home from work two days ago, no, a day ago, I drove over to Brooklyn Bridge, go right past City Hall. At least 75% of the people out there still protesting what's going on was white people. Yeah. Let me, let me say why, this real quick. The reason why I mentioned that, the reason why I mentioned it like that is because once again, it goes back to the, who are they going to listen to if they're not listening to us? Right. If you dig what I'm so saying. Let me, let me, but, but see, I, I understand. Let me say this, let me say this real quick, JP. Let TJ make his point real quick. So when he got violated, 
allegedly, did he get violated or did he sell his soul that day and just was like, fuck it. Whatever I need to do from this point on, as long as you cut me a check, I'm going to ride with it. Could be a bit of both. He could have been somebody that they use as a catalyst to say, oh, look, it happened to him too. And he got money for I don't, we, who's to say? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he seems like he sold himself down the river after that, all that happened. Right. Now, JP, go ahead. No, I just wanted to make a point that you, I just want to piggy, piggyback off what you said about, um, you know, about white people in, 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 you know, in this movement and stuff. It's like I said, I have no problem with having allies, but ultimately our issues is our issues though, as a people. And we have to define them. And, and like, like I said too, I definitely believe that there are some white people who are very sincere as far as this movement goes, but you gotta be careful of people using this as this is the quote unquote trendy thing to do. And then, and then, like I said, you gotta remember back in the 60s, late 60s and early 70s, the Black Panther Party got a lot of support as well from white people, what do you call them, hippies? Or, or um, the weathermen or un- underground people like that there. But in the, the 80s hands, and 90s, the 20, 30 years later, they became the same ones who, who, who made these policies that, that affected our communities. They became like your, your Republicans 20, 30 years later. Now, I think, now, I definitely think there, there are some allies, definitely, but we also have to be careful of people who see, see this as a trendy movement as well and taking it off of what should really be going on. It's like the same thing with the statues and stuff. Now, this might be a little, I understand what symbolic stuff being brought down, but at the same time, though, we need change. I mean, we need this police reform. No, the police needs to be, re, it needs to be oh, done oh. over again. It needs to be done over. This whole system needs to be changed. Before I worry about a statue, we got to change this system before a statue. And I feel as though sometimes these statues maybe need to be torn down, but need to be kept as well to remind them of the oppressive, evil history of 450 years that Black people are going through in, this, in, in, in America. And th- that point right there is something that I heard on another podcast that it makes sense. Tear the statues down, but don't leave them in that spot. Let them be in museums and places like that. The reason being, and this is the point that I agree with, reason being because let that be used as a lesson and as a tool yes. to say this is not who we are. This is not what we are about as a people anymore. These people did this and they're known for this. Tell the truth. Don't just give us a half-ass, oh, George Washington was the first president of the of America. He was a slaveholder oh. as well. Right. And technically he wasn't the first president. Right. You know, it's things like that. It's it's pieces of information like that. Oh, Christopher Columbus, Italians attached to them, themselves to him and 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 feel represented by him. All well and good. But take that shit out of Columbus circle, put it in the Museum of Natural History, along with all of his raping, his killing, as Troy said, the smallpox, all of that. Don't don't put the asterisks. Don't put the asterisks. Paint the like you, whole picture. Exactly. Make the whole picture. Paint the whole Paint picture. The whole you want to take yo. away. You want to take away USC's uh, national championship that we all saw. You want to take away Reggie Bush's 
No, you wanted to take away Reggie Bush's Heisman that we all saw and we know he won. Put that asterisk up. You want to put asterisks next to the guys in baseball who, when we're talking about complicity, com, um, being complicit about something, Bud Selig in Major League Baseball made a killing off of Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa brought baseball back to life in 1998. Yep. But they want to put they want to put asterisks all over the um the the steroid era players. Mm. Do that same thing with your historical icons. And like you said, and like you said about even with the Columbus, the Christopher Columbus, how in the hell did you discover America when there's people already here? Bingo. As, as we talked about earlier, when you when <laughs> uh, when you came a little late, we said that exact same thing. What do you just? How, you didn't discover what nothing you discover? that was already here. The thing is, man, the history of America, the history of in general is is a horror show. But the history of America is gore fest. It is a complete horror right. show. Filled with violence. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's all good because if you look, the Star Spangled Banner, it's built off violence. Not yes. a mysterious verse, but it's all about we had this war, we kicking ass, we doing this. The bombs um, bursting yeah. in air is not about fireworks on the fourth of fucking. Hell no. I mean, they just like they said that, you know, George Washington had wooden teeth. No, he didn't. He had the teeth of slaves. That's mm -hmm. what his dentures were made of slaves' teeth. So, I understand to a point that you can't give the kid, you can't give kids hot sauce to start off with. You got to give them a little sugar. But as they get, I give them takis first nowadays. If y'all remember, that information was filtered to us when we were young. Certain things we didn't know till we got to a certain age. And now it's so much information that's readily available out there. Children are making their own opinion. They're getting information that at some points in their lives they shouldn't have until a little bit later. It is our job as parents, because I am one, to make sure that we remind our children not only how special they are, but what they have to offer this planet, because we have to leave this planet to our children. We gotta take our sisters, these beautiful melanated black creatures that we call our sisters, our mothers, our wives, and protect them, hold them. Not saying, oh, they're fragile and they need it, but they need to be that reminder that they ain't gotta be strong for everybody else. And we gotta pull these brothers to the side and be like, look, I love you, you my brother. Let's both prosper, go forward. Let's put these damn guns down because we ain't doing nothing but taking things from our children that we should be giving them, that history, that knowledge, that wisdom, all that. And I can't teach my daughter how to be a woman, but I can teach her how she's supposed to be treated like a man. That's what I'm here for. And Mm. That that all of that right there, Cordelia, because you had uh, you know, you had your little battery malfunction. Sorry. That all stemmed off of that all stemmed off of Terry Coons talking about again being afraid of black supremacy reigning. What were your <laughs> thoughts about his comments before we close tonight's show out? <laughs> Whenever you're ready to talk. I didn't hear like the last part. No, I heard everything about Terry Crews. I was I was with you. Terry I just Terry. didn't hear. Terry well, Crews. I kind of want to piggyback off of what a couple of people were saying. Oh, come on. Man. But I don't know if my opinion is going to be that popular. So 
being that, what you call it, my family's from Alabama, right? Mobile on my dad's side, Opelika on my mom's side. Now, history, I'm not sure. I think, um, do you, hybrid, what you call it, yeah. said that, you know, history is bloody regardless. And yeah. I feel like the statues could say, but just maybe show equal representation because, and tell the whole story because every culture, even our own, we sold ourselves to, um, to, to the white man. We have a lot of negative, bloody history that needs to be um, told too. It's a full story. Like we're not gonna be, we aren't these, okay. If you believe that black people are strong um, people, that we are this great people, we didn't get here because, oh, we woke up like this. We came here, what you call it, because we were brought here and we went through a lot of challenges. And over the years, we became these people because of the circumstances that we went through. So the entire story, I think somebody else said that, what you call it, needs to be um, shown. So I have no problem with Columbus Day. I do, however, have a problem with Juneteenth because it's more so the celebration of when, um, celebrating us being free but what about all the other great i don't know what about harriet tubman day i don't know what about um i don't i, I don't know just like a something else that like a person that we could actually look up to like do, you know what i'm trying to say like we're like hey we're free right yeah versus Right. You know, hey, no, they got Columbus. I, like I, dig, well, I, I can dig what you're saying because it's like, yeah, we represent people of their history because that's what was ushered into and given to us. So you're stating besides just the Juneteenth as we celebrate that as a new national holiday for us and our people, why not? It, why not on top of that, give, like you said, give more than just Martin Luther King Day? Give like right. a, give a Malcolm X right. Day. Give yeah. a you said like a Marcus Garvey Day. Go ahead. Right. Give me a Malcolm X Day. Yeah, but right. that's good. But Juneteenth, what and, and I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm saying Juneteenth celebrates that. We would not be here without the help of Harriet Tubman and all those other people. Now, what people need to do on Juneteenth, and not everyone does that, is they need to say, okay. Juneteenth, this is what happened. This is who helped, i.e. Harriet Tubman, i.e. Nat Turner, i.e. everybody else. You know, they need to say that. But but you, you make a good point. You have to point out what the events that, that lead up to Juneteenth. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but I, I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. Uh, it's just, it's, it's hard because... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, it's hard because now... We have, we actually, people are actually paying attention to what we want. And so we're, 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 we're not divided, but we have difference of opinion. I'm about to say something and I don't really know the answer. So um, y'all could jump in and stop me if I'm gonna sound silly. Like when- Sounds silly often, but go ahead. I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> I'm gonna put my hands on <laughs> All right, so my thing is like when the Holocaust was over, right? You don't really, there's not like a Holocaust day, like they, are fin they were finally free, but there's Juneteenth. Like, I don't wanna be reminded 
all the time that we was a slave. That's the that's our big accomplishment. You get what I'm trying to well, say? Like I get it because my great grandmother was a slave, and I was you know I was fortunate to know her until her hundred and fifth and a half birthday and I get it like you know that this is important but I also want to celebrate if they're going to do that fine because it's important it was an accomplishment it was hard for us to get there but I want other people to look up to or to celebrate other than reminding my children hey what you call it we were truly free on this day and we're kind of only kind of free because it's like we're free-ish but that's what they've been, that's what they said. They said it's where okay, free yeah. And yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and on top of that too, though, I mean, we celebrate Independence Day in America. It ain't even our independence. It ain't our independence. You're right. That's right. where, that's where the importance of Juneteenth comes into play. And I'm going to keep it real with you. This is the first year that I kind of felt active in celebrating it as a holiday. I've only knew one person from back in the day who legitimately celebrated it while we was in high school. He would never come into school on Juneteenth because his family taught him this as a true holiday and we, made it a holiday amongst himself and the family. Don't get me now, wrong. I'm sorry. It took, it, it took till 2020 for me to truly understand and learn the importance of it. And I'm being fully admittance of it. It really, and, and, and I'm not going to lie, the unity that is surrounding our community as a people right now drove that within me. And this is a level of unity that I barely ever recall because I wasn't alive for the 70s like that. When well, we, I would say we really kind of showed one. a lot of unity with the, and the 60s, the say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud ever and those type of, you know, the errors JP was stomping around with James Brown in. I mean, oh God, I just lost my, my point. Yeah, well, what you call it? I just think that we need more because our children deserve more. Right. Yeah. Can, can I interject for a second? Go ahead. Our children deserve more. But I have to, I have to say this, and there's no disrespect to, to your opinion at all, Cordelia, but as someone, like I said, I'm half black, half Native American. My sister is actually watching this podcast now. And when I look at some of the things that I've learned in my family, I've been taught by her. My family's history and all our family's history has been so diluted that we don't know where we come from. Yeah, we're from Africa. Yeah, we know such and such has done this. Holly Selassie, whoever's done that. Hannibal's done this. But a lot of us don't know where we're from. And I'm not going to trust a system that waters down and filters information to my daughter. So it's my responsibility to teach not only my daughter what her history is, but those who may look in my direction as a person of color from America who lives in England, who's seen the other side, it's my job to teach them that as well. And Cordelia, it's your job to teach me and everybody that you come in contact with because what you may know, I may not know and vice versa. 
And I can always make sure that I will listen and learn from you and each and every person that I come in contact with. I, I may listen to them, may not do what the hell they want me to do, but I will always keep these two eyes, these two ears, and this one mouth in that perspective. I look, I listen, and I speak less. And that's the whole thing. We have to learn from each other in relation to this and take what knowledge we have and, and pass it on to those who are willing to grow with it and pass that on. And, I yeah, agree. Good, yeah, good point. Um, and, and what I was gonna say is it's, and, and, and to Dan's point, I, I, oh, I knew about Juneteenth when I was younger. When I grew up in Hartford, Connecticut, it was like a whole week and it was a learning thing. It wasn't like, hurrah, we're going on barbecues. No, we learned stuff then, we learned a lot. And, and that granted, this was back in the 80s, no old jokes, but you know, um, that's how that's how I recognize what Juneteenth is. I didn't recognize it as a day of of like like Independence Day. I knew it the equivalent, but I that's what you what just just like um and I forgot your name, I'm so sorry. But so, just like he was saying, you have to, you know, continually learn and then show teach others. And I learned that moving down to where I am now, you have to continually tell people that and continually say, well, this happened and this happened. Oh, I didn't know about this. That, that's, that's how I learned what Juneteenth was. And that's how I kind of celebrated. But I get what you're saying, though. You want, you want something like that. And that's good. And that's something that if that's what you want to push for, especially in an app where you're at, go ahead. But definitely continue to learn, though. Continue to learn, you know? Who's next? Oh, I know. Everyone got quiet. <laughs> no. oh, uh, my, my, I went on a tangent. My bad. You good. Y'all yeah, all you good. Africa. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're what? I'm sorry. I thought um, I thought he had said something. That was messing with Dan with the whole deepest, darkest oh. Africa thing. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Where? Oh, keep, keep going. Oh, you silly. Um, but no, no, she's, she's absolutely right. We, we, um, you know, we need more, but, but going back to the Holocaust, it's a huge thing. You, 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 your favorite president was like, whatever he said during that time, but, but we need to, it, this is a start. And, and, you know, we need to keep it going, keep it going. You want to have a Harriet Tubman day. I think Harriet Tubman's supposed to be on the $20 bill at one time, but you want to have a Harriet Tubman day, do it. Push for it. If we want to have a Nat Turner day, push for it. Oh, I, you I, never, I, let me tell you something. You're never going to have a Nat Turner day in America. <laughs> well, we can you're have never, a Nat Turner they don't even, they don't you, They don't even want you to know about Nat Turner. Huh? They don't even want you to know. If you mention the name Nat Turner, you, you could be in some trouble. Well, we can have a Nat Turner day right here on the starting five. No, but my point is if, you know, yes, we need to push. If that's, you know, what we want, yeah, let's push for a Harriet Tubman day or, or a Frederick Douglass day or whoever. I, you know, I'm just putting things in the air. But, but that's a good point. That's definitely a good point. We're pushing, we're pushing for a Rick Fox day. Red gonna, Fox. Oh, Red Fox day. We're going to push for a... Uh, Bernie Mac Day, James Brown Day. Uh, we're gonna push for Shaquille O'Neal Day. I'm I, I. I'm totally. I'm totally. I I get everybody's side on this, Cordelia. You made some great points, but 
this is something, and I'm, I'm, we're going to close out with this here. All this right. is something that, as we all know, because we are the strong black folks that we are, everything takes steps. Everything takes steps. Right now, we're taking some major steps. A lot of codes are getting cracked behind, rest in peace to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and, and, and uh, Ahmaud, and, and Elijah. A lot of codes are getting cracked right now, and a lot of steps, major steps that should have been done decades ago are starting to finally get done now. Yeah, we're looking for more police justice and <clears throat> less Netflix cues, Netflix cues uh, being populated with black movies. We, we wasn't asking for that. We was asking for more <laughs> justice. And a lot of these things are truly being worked on right now, but these things take steps. It continues to take the work that's being put on out there. It continues to take the pressure that's being put on out there. So though I agree with you, these are days though that we may not see within our lifetime. Bad enough employers already don't wanna pay you because you didn't show up to work. They're not gonna make more, more, more national paid federal holidays. Out of you know, I wasn't gonna not, say, I'm sorry. Oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I wasn't gonna say nothing else on it because I was like, being a dead horse. The point, the reason why I say that they need more days of a person versus just an Independence Day is because let's think about it in the future, three generations from now. There's gonna be a kid learning about, oh, we're off. What day, you know, hey Tommy, what you cool? What you doing on whatever black holiday it is. Mm -hmm. The same way we learned about Columbus Day, we learned about it in school because of A, B, and C. But if it's something that is put in there, I just personally think it needs to be in conjunction yeah. with Juneteenth because it will start changing the mindset because it will open a conversation. And that might be one less person that might grow up to um, hate our children or our children's children. You know what I'm trying to say? So that whoever it is or whatever, um, it's necessary. And I know we might not see it in our lifetime. And on the topic real quick, because you said it real about the Netflix, we do need the population of black movies and um, and the things that they're doing. All of it works together for understanding from everybody, from other cultures to understand us. Now, for a fact, I could say truthfully, Hulu has a whole lineup of black movies. And on Juneteenth, I personally, to your point, um, sat down, I have three kids. I have a 17-year-old, a gonna-be-10-year-old, and a two-year-old. And they did crossword puzzles. And I made my daughters watch um, the Harriet, um, the Harriet, the one where her jeans are um lax or whatever are spliced and uh, is used now for basically all medical kind of um advancements that deal with um Crohn's disease and all these other kind of things I I as a 36 year old woman had no clue about this and now my children it's on Hulu and it's this list of all these movies and it was also one with Queen Latifah in it which was a great movie about um a black singer that I didn't even know that Billie Holiday looked up to who right, was opening right. doors for her. Right. And 
it's important because through shows like Black as Fuck with like on Netflix and those other shows that they are populating, it's making it entertaining for other cultures to be, um, be made aware and educated about our culture, but our past. But your point is correct. But going back to what I was stating, that's not what we were asking for at this time as a people. It works because yes, it is putting them, it is putting us in their faces in the forefront. It's doing that, but we're not asking for you to show solidarity by giving us every Tyler Perry fucking flick possible. We're not, we're not asking for Tyler Perry movies, period. Oh. But we're, it's, it's, the matter, it's the matter of justice that we are truly asking for, not television programming. The television programming, yes, I agree with you. It goes hand in hand because, yes, there is a level of education that others, outsiders of the Black culture, can get from some of these movies. But in the times that we're living in right now, we're looking for the change that we just described on this show. Not the all of a sudden black supremacy change that Terry Coons was talking about. <laughs> we're looking for real change that affects us to then can lead to the points that you made before so eloquently where we can get a Harriet Tubman day, where we can get a Malcolm X day. That's the You're type getting of that neither. Malcolm X... You're not getting the Malcolm X day neither. I, I want a Nat Turner. I want a Nat Turner day first. I want a Nat I, Turner day. Yo, you definitely ain't getting that. Thanks for fucking up my closure. All I was using them for was examples. We're at the end of the show. I love all of y'all. Big ups to Troy once again for winning tonight's contest. Next week is for the Fred Sanford pop. Troy, because you're the winner. Final shout outs. Shout out all your stuff. You know what to do. I just want to shout out the Starting Fire podcast. Uh, shout out to my, my show, The Hip Hop Barbershop. Look forward on Facebook. I've been off the air and I'm going to be back on the air in August on a uh, new time. So I'll be on a bit earlier. Uh, shout out to everybody that checked in as well. Of course, my dude, KB, Hip Hop Discussion Group. But make sure if you haven't seen it, catch out American Sun on Netflix. Tandy Newton, not Tandy Newton, excuse me, uh, Kerry Washington. Very, very good movie. Very powerful. It's worth watching. Oh, is that, is that, that, that's what, that was the sad one. No, I'm not watching one, that again. Hold on, hold on. I just have that's one That's the one with the cops, right? Yeah. Is yeah, that that's the, what that, is, that was crazy. Is that, the, is that where the meme came from, where her and the teeth, like, she, no, that, that's that's every movie she's in, Dan. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, anyway, we're not we're not spending too much time or more on that. Cordelia, this is your first time on the show. I love you. Thank you for finally coming on. Shout Ooh. out all your stuff and everything you got Thank going. Thank you for on. inviting me. Yes. All right. So my name's Cordelia Cherie, and I'm from Staten Island. So, um, real quick, me and my I'm a co-founder of Black Keystone which uh, we, me and my sisters developed after we saw a need to unify Black-owned businesses in Staten Island. So how it originally started was that we just had like a list that we were gonna put out. And then we decided, hey, you know what? This needs to be in a form where 
people could actually um, navigate through a page, make it a little bit easier to get through and see all the black owned businesses so that we can keep the black dollar in the black community. And that's how Black Keystone came up specifically for Staten Island, black owned businesses servicing Staten Island. But that's something new that I'm into. I am the founder of Mommy Got This. I mentioned that I am the mom of three. And it's just a page supporting moms in regards to um, everyday mom life. And, and that's been going on for a while. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. And um, something I came out with recently was Thoughts of a Curvy Chick. That's been around for about almost a year now. And Dan's a part of that. Well, Dan's a part of everything. I just wanted to say, and thank you, Dan, for inviting me to the show. But Thoughts of a Curvy Chick is about self-love for girls that are curvier and may have different shapes and promoting self-love. And that's really it. So again, thank you, Dan. And thank you guys for having me. I enjoyed it. First lady. Um, just shout out to uh, all those who came on. Shout out to the two guests who entered. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a little different. Um, just shout out to who I usually shout out, but shout out to uh, you just heard two black businesses right there. Okay. June 7th is a national blackout day. I'm no, I'm sorry. July 7th, excuse me, is a national blackout day, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, don't say, Ooh, it's disorganized. Just buy plan to get, if you're going to get stuff July 7th, get it from black owned people. Okay. We have two guests who just said stuff that you just told them your biz their business. Okay, Dan's the starting five, which I need to get a shirt from again. So the starting <laughs> five, you know, so there's all these businesses you can purchase. There's all these things, but start planning now. Okay, so shout out to everybody. Don't complain that it wasn't, well, it wasn't posted. I don't care. I'm saying it now, July 7th, only buy black owned stuff. And if, if you can't help it, then buy from a small business, not a big owned business that does not support your needs. That's my shout outs. Nice. Mm -hmm. JP, the late brother. Oh man, shout outs to, um, of course, you, Mayor. Shout outs to Brother TJ, Qatar, Brother Troy, and um, I think her name is Cordelia. Shout outs to her as well. With the um, and shouts, of course, to the um, people who tuned in to us, looking at this on the live Facebook feed. Shout outs to y'all as well. And I, I, I um, definitely agree with Katara said, July 7th, support a black business. TJ? Yo, I'm definitely giving a shout out to our lovely guests this evening, uh, Cordelia. My man, Troy, from all the way across the pond. Thanks for the effort and being on the show today. That's Hello. a big deal. Shout out to Cordelia and your businesses and promoting Black businesses in your community. That's huge. We need more of that. So that's a big look. Thank you for doing that. Um, shout out to my crew, JP, the First Lady, Miss Johnson, and of course, my big, uh, not my big brother, my little brother, Dan. Um, <laughs> the bigger little brother, the baby, the bigger little brother. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody who chimed in today on the podcast F7, Sammy J, Lisi, Nikki. Um, there's a few others I forgot to mention, but don't don't take it the wrong way. 
love y'all all for participating and, and continue to port and supporting the show and showing love. Get the merch. You know what I'm saying? Um, continue to do what you're doing. Another great show with you guys. And I love doing this every week with y'all. That's all I got to say. That's that. Y'all heard everybody. I, I'm just going to stress again, part because as Cordelia mentioned, yeah, I'm in everything, but she knows I put a foot in her ass every time when it comes to getting the social media thing right. And the way Black Keystone turned out, I, there's, you know, there's some tweaks that I will talk about on the side just to improve it. But for what her and her sisters established thus far, I need everybody to check that out. That is blkkeystone.com. I just shared it while she was talking about it a little while ago. Very important. I be ragging on Staten Island, but when I'm off the island, I wave the flag like, yes, motherfucker, I'm from Staten Island. Yes, I'm one of five people you might know from out here. And this Black <laughs> Keystone, this, this Black Keystone situation is, I wish it's something I thought of ahead of time. But these ladies put in the great work into cultivating these lists of Black-owned businesses, whether it's just individually run businesses. As you saw, I put it up there. We, the starting five, we're on that list. You know, there's a whole host of black businesses that you did not know existed on Staten Island. And these ladies brought it to you guys by way of that website. Please, please, so please go support that. It is super important. And it came at the right time. It's what I talked about before, timing. We need more stuff like that than more stuff like Netflix, Tyler Perry movies in a list. <laughs> no shots at you. But important that is community building that is what we need as a people nowadays hit that black keystone up hit up the start five podcast.com hit up katara's cafe she coming soon a lot of dope authors she works with and things like that hit up the hip-hop barbershop hhdg media incorporated we're on the way we got some stuff coming for you support black owned not just July 7th, but every day, if you can, if feasible. Please do it. Again, big ups to uh, Lou, Pop Lou, who came up in the, in the, in the feed. Lisi, TJ, Onyx, Nandy. It's everybody who just recently bought shirts. Your brother Ian, too, bro. Yes, yeah, oh, of course. I can't forget. That's HHDG Media. That's, that's, that's. You want to talk about support, like that's family. <laughs> and how dope is it to say that I own a business with family that I've owned, that I've legitimately known probably the whole 40 years I've been living. Dope. Black owned businesses. That's the lead. That's the word we're leaving with. Terry Coons. If we was doing the Coontang clan list, you got entered tonight. And with that being said, for everybody on the show, this your boy the man. We say peace. We always keep it together because we don't want to.